This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. So, I mean, the Warriors are about to hit the road. Um, and also their name has been like, not their name, the team players have been, they've just been in trade discussion talks, I guess let's just say. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't know what the Warriors are going to do because it's it's interesting. They have been in lots of trade discussion talks, and I don't think that's like on accident, right? Because I feel like in many years, the Warriors are not in these conversations. Like, they're just not. But they are. So they they have to obviously be making calls or taking calls. But the reason I think it's interesting is because at least as what's sort of been reported, it doesn't seem like they want to take back salary, you know? Um, and so I'm just curious what they're trying to do or who they would be trying to trade for. Right. Um, so yeah, so I, I really truly don't know. I don't know either. That just doesn't make a ton of sense to me. And, and it seems like, I mean, obviously they, they traded for Chris Paul partially for basketball reasons, but a big reason was because his contract is expiring, Right. but it's a big expiring contract. So it's tradable for someone that you think could help you long-term, um, that fills that salary slot. So. I don't know. Me personally, like you want to keep the big contracts on board because you can just trade them for players that fill the contracts and then you have a really good roster still. But if you don't feel like the roster is going to still be that good and you don't think you're going to make the money back in playoff revenue or have a chance to compete for a championship, then that's what leads you to dump salary. But if you're committed to this core and trying to win, then you can't operate on the assumption that they're not going to be good enough because why why do anything at this point then? Why not just dump everything then? You know, so that's how I view it. I'm so sorry. Forgive me for yawning. And also forgive me that my energy is a little lower today. I'm really tired. Working. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I feel like we've talked about potential trades already and talked about a lot of the players like names who's out there and how they would fit. So um, like, I still expect something to happen. 
I just don't know what I expect anymore in terms of the magnitude of it. Like, mm -hmm. because also like, look, it, like the information is always changing, right? Like Jonathan Kaminga is playing excellent basketball right now. If Wiggins is going to be this version of Wiggins, mm -hmm. do you really want to get rid of him? Are you going to get back something like, even if you get, like, are you going to get back enough multiple players to get what you need? Mm -hmm. Or is it like, you're going to give him up and like be worse off, you know, and then you're just getting off a salary. And I think that's like a fair question to ask, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that, that's another reason why I kept saying like, when it came, like, that's why I was very big on like, just do a, a CP3 trade. And like, if it's Moody, and I just say that with Moody, because I just, like y'all are wasting Moody's career. Like it's not because I don't think he's a good player because I'm like, people are like, oh, Andrew Wiggins value so low. I'm like, but it's not going to get any lower. Like it's just, it's low already. So, mm -hmm. but I said it can get better. <laughs> like yeah. it, it can get better if he starts to play better. And I always thought that he would play better. So now you're like in a different situation. It's sort of like Jared Allen, right? Like I think when he initially was in trade talks, Right. His value was lower than it is now because he started hooping like crazy. Right. So, like, as they talk and Andrew continues to hoop, mm -hmm. that presents a question for the Warriors. Do you want to get rid of him? And even if you do, then, like, teams can't just come with bullshit offers anymore if that's right. what they were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the Wiggins that we've seen for the majority of the season, a lot of the players that are available now are better than that version of Wiggins. Um significantly right but this current like recent stretch is like if this if he can be this consistently then his value where it is now relative to this player is a big gap right so you're not going right. to bring back a player that's better than this version of wiggins um with his current trade value so right. you might as well just stand pat if he can continue to do it if you don't believe that he can you think yeah eventually he's just going to go back to playing bad again then you got to take that gamble but I think I don't think he is. I mean, yeah, I, don't I don't know. Think, I was gonna say I don't think he is. So it's like when he started off last season, he was on the tear. I don't know that he was gonna play like that all season, even if he didn't get hurt. But mm -hmm. like the Andrew we were seeing, that was not Andrew Wiggins. You were never gonna convince me of that. Like that kind of drop off in your prime just didn't mm -hmm. make sense to me. Right. So I'm like, there's something. He didn't just like forget everything, right? But people say, oh, this is who he always is. He's been consistent. Not like this. This no. was like career lows right. in everything. Like it, it wasn't like this. It, it wasn't this extreme. For sure. For sure. And so, I mean, I think that's been the main reason why he's even been in trade talks. I think if he was just slightly lower than what he's been in the past few years, then it'd be like, oh, okay, like, you know, like that's more stomach. You can stomach that a little bit easier. But like, this was like worse than anything that he's ever done on the basketball court. So now it became a point like, yo, like we got to do something about this. But if he's coming back up to the level that we expected, then like I said, you're not going to get anything back better than that. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's the equation is always changing. Things have changed. Life things have happened, right? Just like things have changed from where they were before. So like, and then and then there's always just like people like man they should just trade Looney like when players stop playing well I don't know why people just think like 
you can just trade them and people just like want your, you know, like mm-hmm. he's not even like an expiring. It's different with like, it's like, okay, if you look at another player, you're like, they're not helping, but they're expiring. So like people want that. Like what, like what, what is someone going to want with Kevin O'Looney? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I don't, I haven't yeah. even heard him in trade talks, but I, like, I feel like the reason I haven't is because like, what, like who's, what are you going to get for him? Nothing. Yeah, you're not going to get anything from him. I mean, maybe if you attach some draft picks or attach Moses to him, but obviously it wouldn't be – Looney's not the draw, right? It would be Moses and the picks. Right. So who knows? Um, but it also comes down to, okay, if you're trading Looney, you want to bring back a center that's better than him, and a center that's better than him is not going to be at the same cost as him. Right. So are they willing to take on that money short and long term? If it's Claxton, he wants twenty million a year, right? Right. Um, so, is I mean, I'd bring on Claxton, but like, would would Joe be one to take on that money long term? I don't think he would be. I think he should, but I don't think he would be. So, yeah, I don't think you can realistically expect a, a loon trade. Right. So. So yeah. So I don't. I don't. I don't know what people are thinking with that but I don't think that's happening and we'll see if Wiggins actually gets traded you know I still just feel like the best trade is like Chris Ball and you know probably Moody like in terms of this year like getting you help this year Mm -hmm. you know and then like obviously you can look to do more trades later if it makes sense for like next year or the year after, but um, you know, you're finally getting a chance to see what the team looks like with having a core chunk of its pieces, the the important pieces. So, you know, I just don't know. I've just always stood by the position that like, this is a talented team and like just really goofy shit happen. I still think they're more talented than last year's team. I think, um, huh? Definitely. Yeah, and I, I I think that, like, I really do think that, I mean, I get, like, yes, other teams around the league have evolved, but I do think that they have the same ceiling as, like, the 2022 team. I really do, um, in terms of, like, the talent that's on the team. And, and so it was always frustrating the way that they looked and what they did because it was just like, come on, bro. You know, like, there's so many people, like, who were texting me, who were tweeting, they was like, why wasn't Steve Kerr playing this guy about Kaminga? Because, you know, it's a national game, right? And people are seeing him. That's why I sort of laughed at, like, Raptors fans, like, they didn't want Kaminga, they're not impressed. Oh, okay. Right, right. You impressed now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People don't understand he's a tier one athlete. Like, tier yeah. one rim pressure guy. But, like, part of the reason him. people weren't impressed is because what – Kerr did to him, right? How he played him, how he utilized him. For sure. Early in the season, he was a spot-up guy for some reason. I don't know why they put him in the corner so much. Well, I do know why. It was the CP3 and Dario um, show. (laughs) So people were asking, hey, let's try some more Kaminga going downhill stuff. Let's try to post him up a little bit more and use Dario as a spacer. But they didn't do it until they had to do a break glass in case of emergency thing. And he was kind of out of the rotation. Remember against the, the Trailblazers, he didn't play in the first half? Yeah. And then he played in the second half and had like 20 in the second half. And then since then, he's been like 
obviously a permanent fixture in a rotation. But yeah, I agree. Misuse, underuse. Now we're starting to see like, okay, this is this is a player. Like we This is the player you benched for Anthony Lamb. <laughs> I'm gonna say, look, I don't think they benched him for Anthony Lamb. I think they benched Moody for Anthony Lamb, and they would only play JK if Anthony Lamb was playing next to him. That's that's how I interpreted the situation. But you know what I'm saying? Because they wanted that shooter still next egregious. to him. It's still egregious. It's still egregious for sure. It's still egregious. Definitely. Um, but yeah, that's how I, I just know that Anthony Lamb had regular minutes and Jonathan didn't. So yeah. I don't care positionally who he was benched for. That dude was getting burned, and mm-hmm. Jonathan Kaminga was riding the bench. Yeah. And Moses Moody as well, who was yeah. just like it really sucks that Moses got hurt because he would have been playing a lot over this stretch. No CP3, no Gary. He would have been playing a ton. And it would have been probably a similar type of um, not necessarily the the same uh, production as Jonathan, but it would have been a similar situation where you're like, yo, this kid is really good. Like, and it would have been like, okay, we have to play, like have to have to play going forward. But now as he kind of missed that opportunity, well, I mean, depending on how fast he comes back before Gary or, or Chris, Seems like he's on a he's gonna come back sooner than them. So Yeah. We'll see. But yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Well, Dubs, the Dubs have so many questions. I really have no clue. I, I don't know what to make of this season anymore. I don't have predictions in me. I don't have, like, I have no idea. I'm just really here for the ride. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think we should continue to build with this lineup. The. I mean, this is like the new death lineup, right? Whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot more sense. It's the same It's the same concept as the PTSD lineup, but it's just JK adds more size, athleticism, defense than Jordan did. So it makes more sense, right? It's, right. Yeah. It's more of a replica of the 2015 death lineup, like Harrison and, and Andre, but it's just JK and, and Wiggins instead. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's going to be a pretty good lineup going forward if, you know, if everybody plays to their capabilities. For sure. For sure. Wow. I'm here looking at this road trip they're about to embark on. Five-game road trip. Mm -hmm. Um, I will not be able to go to the game in Brooklyn because I will be in Vegas for the Super Bowl. But... They got Memphis, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Philly, Indy, which is so crazy. Before they come back home for one night for Phoenix. How many times are they going to play Phoenix? And then they go back out again and play Utah, come back home for Clippers, and then Phoenix again. Mm. No, no, no. L.A. Yeah. Wait, we come back home for Clippers and then no, like Utah. Back to Utah. Utah. Yeah, back to Utah. 
yeah, not Phoenix. Yeah, these are a bunch of winnable games. I mean, Utah obviously was playing very, very good up until like a recent stretch of games, but Memphis, you should beat them. You owe them uh, a molly wop. Like, you owe them a 30-point loss. <laughs> should beat Atlanta. Should beat Brooklyn. We'll see if Embiid is even available for Philly. We'll see if Maxi and all those other guys are available for Philly. Then, I mean, you got Indiana, Phoenix, Utah, back to back to back. These are three good teams and LA and then Utah again. You know, but by the time you get to those games, you need to be very close, if not back at 500 in the standing. So, okay. Don't want to make any predictions, but I'm saying you, they should be looking to do that, right? Even though. It's a back-to-back Memphis and Atlanta. Right. Uh, that Memphis, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Philly should be four wins, I think. Here's to hoping. Yeah. Here's to hoping. All right. Well, I think we're good. But I did want to, um, before we close, I just wanted to address, I don't even remember the person's handle, so it doesn't matter. But I wanted to address someone on um, Twitter, since apparently this individual listens to our podcast. And they said, I should let you talk more basketball and less of my opinions. (laughs) Right? Okay. So first of all, I don't let Justin do anything. (laughs) This is a partnership and he's a grown ass man. So (laughs) Justin does what he wants to. Okay. Um, and for all the people who are new to Golden Spaces, um, and I say that because if you're newer to Golden Spaces, then you may not know the genesis of this podcast, okay? But this podcast was originally called All Matt, okay? And it was my podcast. (laughs) So you're asking me not to talk on my podcast, (laughs) okay? Um, (laughs) and Justin has added tremendous value, you know, golden space is this whole different thing, but that was the origination of this. We are a spinoff of that podcast. So, um, the core audience was there from all that. Thank you. Appreciate you. And they've continued with us. And that's what you're going to get from me. You're going to get opinions and takes, but you also get basketball, right? I don't just sit up here and and not talk about basketball. So, um, and I don't understand because you have opinions too. (laughs) Like we're not just doing X's and O's all podcasts. So, um, you know, so I, I, I did respond to the person on Twitter, but you know, I just wanted to address it because it's like, I really don't take it personally, like if someone prefers you over me or so like that's that's why content is great like that. Right. You can pick and choose who you want to listen to, but I am not going anywhere (laughs) and my style is not changing. So if you don't like that, then you can make whatever decision is best for your heart in terms of the content that you want to listen to. Um, So I wanted to address that individual, but I just want to make that clear for anyone who listens. Um, But welcome to suggestions that are practical and realistic. Um, You know, another way you could have voiced that, like if you're really into Justin breaking down the game or you want something, maybe we introduce like a segment of something like that where he 
goes over something. I don't know. That's constructive. That's what's called constructive. Not telling me to talk less. That's not going to happen. Okay? All right. Facts. I agree. You get the best of both worlds. I mean, we're both, like you just said, we're both, of, we're both, both worlds. Right. So that's why we collab. <laughs> um, but no, for real, we really do appreciate y'all for like tuning in. Y'all be tweeting at us. Y'all be resharing. Um, listen, you know, like you can listen to whatever you want. <laughs> there, there's lots of options. We know that. So we don't take for granted listening, but we also have our pod and we do it the way that we do it, you know? And so there's a balance there, but we definitely appreciate y'all. And we want to continue to deliver content that, you know, our audience enjoys and listens to. So we haven't done a mailbag in a while. Maybe we should do one of those soon. Yeah, we should. We should. Remember, ask questions in the YouTube comments. And we would just apply them to the mailbag. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure. Appreciate you joining us for this episode of Golden Spaces and an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. You know where to find us, um, available on all podcast platforms. Uh, you should be subscribed and or following and leaving five-star ratings or writing us a positive review. We appreciate it all. Uh, you can also catch the video version of this podcast on 95.7 The Game's YouTube channel. If you're subscribed to 95.7 The Game, then you will be notified when there's new episodes of Golden Spaces Pod. Uh, make sure you're also following us on social. You can find us at Golden Spaces Pod on Twitter, or X, formerly known as Twitter. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to call it X. It just still doesn't like, I don't know, register with me. Mm -hmm. um, and Instagram as well. So give us a follow, share, tell a friend about us. And um, yeah, continue to support, please. And, and let us know constructive feedback of things that you'd like us to do additionally or change or, you know, whatever. Anything else, Justin? No, let's start stacking some wins. Please. Let's go. Let's go, Dubs. Until next time, y'all. Take care. <laughs>